Welcome back to the Northside Podcast, episode two. We're gonna call it a season, right? Part, part two. <laughs> We're not gonna call it. Stop season. all that podcast jargon. Whatever. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, What's up, everybody? Of course, I have. Hi, everybody. I I think they heard you. Oh, they heard me. Oh, yeah, they heard you. I have Anthony with me here. What's up, my co-host? You don't realize what? they have no idea what I look like. Thank you. <laughs> I went to a gathering and I met someone. They're like, hey, let me follow you on your IG. I'm like, we already follow each other. They're like, oh, that's you? You want to put no pictures up? I'm like, damn, I yeah. don't. I'm trash. And you put some more. I, I put literally nothing. Up. Nothing. I have nothing of you. They're like, and now I have a beard, so which you guys didn't know. But you already put a selfie. I'm going to say it on every episode. It's fine. I have a beard now. Okay. So. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a man now. Dude, <laughs> oh, make you a man. I was a man boy before the beard. Yeah, you, you did have a baby face. Yeah. Um, this episode we are talking about siblings. Hey, bro, I think you're pretty close to me. You need to back up. My breast thing? I'm gonna say I'm late. We're really close. Let me back up a little bit. Where are you bit. going? Come back. Yeah, Come back. <laughs> you trash, bro. That's mad disrespect. <laughs> that damn nose touching my nose. It was not. <laughs> Welcome back to the door. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Alright, go ahead, sorry. Um, what I said. It's gonna be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing in my face. Hot ass breath. Y'all can't hear what she's laughing. <laughs> okay, stop. Cool. We gotta go back. Hey, okay, go continue what you're saying. So this episode is going to be about siblings and <laughs> how you survived your uh, childhood with siblings. <sighs> anyway, so, oh, explain your sibling situation. My mom and my dad was trash, so I didn't grow up with my siblings. <laughs> the end. The Next end. time on Dragon Ball Z. That's Good it. Lord. I mean, there's nothing. No, but when you live with your aunt, you... When I stay with my aunt, she did have... um grandkids they're about no I lied they weren't about my age they're like 10 years older than me hmm. so I kind of grew up with them so I you could say it was like an older brother older sister type of mm-hmm. behavior so that, that qualifies as that qualifies yeah yeah we're close like I still talk to them even now um that was one of my cousins that I really really hated growing up because of course, like, it's a Haitian household, so she used to tell my aunt that I had a boyfriend in school, or that I had a fight in okay, school. Okay, but did you have a boyfriend? No. Like, not at that time. No. No. Um, she was just lie. I thought she didn't like me, but... I bet she was light-skinned. No, she dirt. Oh, shit. That sounds like a light-skinned thing. No, I have a light-skinned cousin. She's so, so pretty. Um, yeah, I just didn't like her. I, I, she was out to make my life miserable with my aunt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because that's your grandmama. Like, she just discovering that she has a niece, mm-hmm. you know, that she has a half-sister. So, mm-hmm. just trash. But we're good now. So, okay. if you can describe her, describe her in one word, what would it be? Determined. To do anything? Anything. Mm-hmm. She has kids. You know, she, she she's in Bahamas now, so she has five kids. And she's she got five kids. How old she is? In her 40s. She's always Wait, on the Is that a good... Who the hell want five kids? You. People actively want five kids. Hell, do people want one kid? Like, what the hell? 
some some women do. Listen, babies are are but overrated. I feel like fathers only want one, like another child, if they have a girl first. Oh, I want that boy. But I feel like when fathers have sons, I'm good. Type thing. Maybe. Like when, when you had your daughter, did you want a boy? No, I didn't want her ass. Okay, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I, I just planted the children. Lord, that's how I can describe her in one word. Um, and for you guys that don't know, Anthony has three siblings. Three siblings. Yeah, I have a older sister, and older a, brother, mm-hmm. and a younger sister. So I'm that awkward middle kid and I suffered from that a lot so um, my sister is the oldest she's just turned 42 Two. my brother this year turned 46 40 40 40? 40? we turned 40 this year oh I think she is older I'm yeah, yeah yeah I'm 36 and my little sister is 34 four. 34 34 right yeah yeah, yeah. 34 okay carry the one <laughs> listen my mom boy she ain't playing no games she was like back to back like Drake knock him out knock him out is it a knockout hmm like is it a mindset of knocking it out cause sometimes I mean when it came to me I was the mistake that's that's the story that's being told who's telling you this my mother I mean not a terrible mistake like my kid was Come on now. Listen, I had some Sprite mixed with, like, you know, something. Yeah, because you don't drink? That night, uh, you know, yeah. He's like, I know to the T when it happens. I know, I know exactly. <laughs> as soon as I finish, I'm like, you're going to be pregnant. <laughs> and lo and behold, now months later. Well, 13 years ago, later. How, how can you? Oh, gosh, she's 13. Shit. She's freaking 13. Uh, um, I how, got 13-year-old. Me. I have a 13-year-old child. Look at Lord it. Look at God. How can you describe... Well, how do you describe uh, your siblings? All right. My oldest sister, she is... Uh, she's definitely from Liberty City. Um, you know, she... You know, she's she's hood. Um, but, like, great mom. You know, she got three kids. Um, she be grinding. Let me tell you something. She be That grinding. is one person that would do anything for her kids. She would not... Yep be left out with nothing yeah. she will find a way like people out here can't find jobs and stuff well she's been on her job for man Tara's 20 so she has to be 22 years okay. but in the summertime they're out of work she always got always something. got something up yep. her sleeve I know that for sure always she, she's a go-getter she's the definition of a go-getter and all of my siblings I can take something from and from her that that go-getter spirit okay. you know it's pretty amazing my brother uh, he was in the military. He was in Iraq in the middle when like 9-11 happened. Mm. That's when he went to the military. So he was in the thick of things. Okay. And just a little about my brother is like, he is such a weird guy, man. Cause he, like you would see him, you were like, oh man, this dude is like super serious. Cause he does walk around super serious. Yeah. But the funniest dude with his story is like, just don't drink anything. But he's very monotone, very low key. Um, and he he's random. So what I would take from him, whatever he sets his mind to do, he do it. For example, he was like he got up in the military. Was like, uh, I want to go to college, get a degree, and just literally went out, bust his ass, got a degree. Right? He was like, oh, uh, I want to be a rapper. Randomly, 
I'm going to be a rapper and you got it. Made a couple of CDs. You like, oh, I'm gonna be producing. <laughs> Stop making beats. <laughs> and now he at this point, he's like, <laughs> nothing entertains me. He was like, you know. Anyway, funny dude. Um, he a ninja. Like we have a family function. That's true. He'd be in the middle of everything, and you blink too long. He in this car gone. You're like, what? What pool? <laughs> I know the definition like, of that. Oh, I'm, I'm always to the crib. You ain't seen by nobody. Oh, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like I was here. I made memories. I, I was here. I took pictures. Like, he, yeah, he's but he's he's a really good dude though, man. Really good dude. Um, he's actually the one who got me in. Like started like my spiritual journey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. He actually introduced me about ten years to to Bobby Hammock and Bobby Hammond and uh, Brother Panic. Okay. Yeah, some guys. Uh, Brother Panic on the chain. Oh man. Yeah, How Panic. do you describe your little sister? Little sister. Okay, so she's the baby. So all her attributes are fitting. She, you know, <laughs> spoiled. Um, was a little younger. You know, me and her were very, very, very close. Um, she's spoiled. You know, she's the. The baby. the baby, yeah, um, very talented, very talented. Very talented. She, um, she, she sings. She used to dance, not in clubs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Make that clear. She, uh, you know, she went to broadcasting school. She has a podcast. Uh, podcast again? Uh, adulting, I hate it here. Adulting, I hate it here. Really Tanya D. It so really you have to check it out, dance. right? Adulting, I hate it here. Um, no, she she's very funny, really funny and witty, uh, sarcastic as hell. Very fast with it. Light skin with a big forehead. Um, not lying though. Uh, yeah, it's my little sister. So from her, what I would take is um, you know just you know just her creative side is very alluring. You know, very alluring. Yeah. And again, I was just that middle awkward guy. You know. You know, that brings up the next topic here, the middle child syndrome. Listen, I know you don't have much experience with that, but, you know, I feel like my whole childhood was defined by that middle child kind of thing. Um, as a middle kid, I felt like I didn't have a voice at all. Like, I remember times when, you know, Friday is the fast food mm-hmm. day, pizza and Burger King because nobody want to cook. And like, you know, my mom and my stepdad would come to us and be like, hey, what y'all want for, for dinner, you know? And I would have my opinion, and it would get completely shut down. Completely shut down before anything. I'll say, uh, I'll say anything. Uh, pizza. Man, that's stupid. And everybody would agree that that was stupid, and we shoot it down. So that's pretty much how the experience happen. was, like, you know... Uh, TV show we want to watch. I was always like overruled. So one person would be like, no. And then it, the nose would just cascade down from everybody. And and I just learned to just like not really have opinions about stuff and just kind of eat or watch whatever, whatever. they want to watch. Because, you know, and that affected me psychologically because I then, I then took that on as a persona. Like my opinions are stupid it don't matter right no so that i carried that to middle school high school college i carried oh. that in my adulthood um in my early 20s like that was like part of my issue was because uh i just felt like i had nothing to offer anybody because it would get shot down 
you know, because that's why I would, I would never kind of stand out, you know, like in group, like classroom group mm-hmm. things, you know, I would just kind of fall back afraid to say an opinion because it's like, it's very stupid, wow. you know, and, um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I don't deal with that now. I, I deal with all that toxic stuff in my 20s, but it was something, man. Like, that middle child thing is a, is a real thing. Um, and, like, my like my sister, older sister, right? She's the oldest. Uh-huh. So, she got that, you know, that mystique of being the firstborn yeah. or whatever. Um, then there's my brother who, you know, he was very independent. Even when even he was as a kid? Even okay. Like, so... My mom never really had to ever, ever worry about him. You know, he was a kid. He'll, he'll bring home a report card. Mom said, let me see your report card. He'd have like a D. She's like, quit tell why you got a D? He was like, oh, <laughs> I just didn't apply myself. I didn't, you know, I mean, I, I definitely could have done better, but I just, I obviously chose not to. And <laughs> my mom be like, so flabbergasted. She was like, but, what gonna say that also <laughs> Like, what you gonna say? What you gonna say? <laughs> say he didn't apply stuff. He know. So he was very independent, you know. So he didn't really need much attention. But me, as a kid, um, I needed attention a lot because I was dealing with like a lot of things kids my age and deal with necessarily. And so, but I needed like attention, you know. I needed like, you know, like my, conversation one on one time. Yeah, like, I, I, like. I'm sure my mom, again, let me be wrong, my mom is the best yeah. mom. She, you know, um, raised four kids under tremendous pressure. None of her kids ever been in jail, been arrested. You know, we all are productive citizens, mm-hmm. you know, so she did a really good job. But from growing up, it was a struggle because, you know, my dad moved us here from Arkansas. We didn't know nobody. Yeah. And then he immediately got on crack cocaine and was a crackhead and still currently dealing with that as we speak 35 years later and so um we were kind of left on our own we had no family we still don't have no family here we don't have any cousins aunties i don't we don't know that experience of having aunties and cousins we have them but they're in arkansas georgia you know so we didn't grow up it was just us you know and so we grew up in like harsh territories like in liberty city 60th mm. and 15th if you know you know mm. you know in the middle of the john boy era wow. john doe boys you know era with the drugs and violence and all that kind of stuff but like my mom she wouldn't let us play Fall with the neighborhood the, yeah. kids we used to be like why can't we get she's like nope and no matter what she would never let us move into the projects okay you know I ain't speaking ill about the projects or anything, but you know, that sometimes it comes with a level mm-hmm. of lifestyle. Yeah. She just refused to put us in the project. So we would like live in the back of somebody's like back house or something. Um, and she, we, we never adapted, you know, we, we all, I, I said we all were kind of bougie a little bit. We mm-hmm. lived in the ghetto, but we were just like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> what that, you know? Um, so, point I was trying to make. What's the point I'm trying to make? Don't know. But a middle child. Right. So, as if, oh, so all, I said all of the same. My mom did the best she could in yeah. the circumstances. So, but I felt like I needed some extra attention because of things she may not even know about. You know, uh, I think I shared this before, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was molested as a very young kid at three. That's like one of the first memories I have as as a human. 
And so I dealt with that until I was, what, 30? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so as a kid, I needed something. Like, you know, I, I needed somebody to, like, ask me, am I okay? And nobody ever asked me that. And we had this talk, too. Like, even as an adult, nobody really asked me, how am I doing? Am I okay? Not even you. You know, I mean, now you do over the last, like, years since we had a conversation, you do. But before, because I always had this thing, like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I have that persona. They have this demeanor, like, I'm always good. But I'd be wanting people to ask me how I'm doing so I can, like, oh, not so great. Or great, but you know, as a kid, I get you know, I didn't have a language to articulate that so much, but I just feel like I needed somebody to just sit down and just talk to me one on one. But my mom working two or three jobs, handling three other kids, it's not to be expected. But I used to resent her for it because I'm like, well, I understand. But as a kid, you don't understand all that, you just know I need something, yeah. but I don't know what I need. <clears throat> and so, um, so as a little kid, like I, you know. Like, you know, um, I remember once, uh, I was, man, I was like 15. I was looking for a summer job with my buddy, so we were going to catch a Metro Rail, but it was raining, and um, I didn't have change to put into the thing. I couldn't walk to the store because it was storming. And so I just jumped the rail, like, man, I just pay the money back when I come back or something. Cops got me, literally arrested me for, took me to the- For that? Yes, took me down to the station. Oh, I guess I was arrested once. Wow, nice. <laughs> so you nice. Okay. I got a story, <laughs> but I ain't going to jail. I'm not gonna recommend no, like didn't. that. But um, I remember when I got there, uh, I had to see. We had to see a counselor. No, like we had to be doing an appointment. Part of the issue, whatever, mm-hmm. to go see a counselor. So me and my mom went, and the counselor asked me like about my dad, and like, do you? You know, feel like you have some, you know, anxiety about your father, and I was like, "Oh my God, somebody's finally asking me this question." Mm. I'm like, "Yes," and my mom was like, "Shut up!" Like she didn't want to. She told me shut up. She didn't want me to talk about it. And I just remember, like, "Oh, this is this is like why I don't speak." Yeah. You know, why I don't speak up or say what I'm going through so much, and um. But that that's a that's a common thing in I would say black households. Mm-hmm. Like if something goes on or if anything happens, it's more of oh, the hush hush or they feel like if you don't talk about it it, it doesn't it's not existing. Right. But I think it's more of like it hurts them more to talk about mm-hmm. it, so that's why I just like just don't talk about it type of thing. Right. Yeah, no, you're right, absolutely. <laughs> and so yeah, I just you know, that was my experience to little kids, just invisible you know, I always felt awkward. Like, I didn't necessarily have a talent. You know, like, my little sister can dance and sing, and they used to put her in pageants, and she had shows, and, you know, they just drag me along, and I'm just there, just wasting space. That's how I felt, and just awkward. So that Dan led me to just live in my head, mm-hmm. which yeah. I created a whole universe there, yeah. and, um, which is unhealthy for me, actually. And, um, yeah, I just lived in my head for years until I was like 26. Like, I used to, to go hang out. Like, I adapt. I, because to survive, I had to adapt to mm-hmm. 
your surroundings. surroundings. So mm-hmm. I had to put on so many masks. Yeah. So I found one mask that everybody liked. Me being silly and funny. So I was known as like the funny, silly guy. You know, like, oh, this silly, silly Charlie. They call me Charlie. That's my nickname. And uh, in the middle of like pain and oh. frustration, I had to play that role. And so that dragged on to friends, you know, I said, be a chameleon, you know, they want to wear, you know, everybody wearing the, the baggy the clothes, baggy coat, long shirts and all that. I used to wear it, you know, um, just to fit in. Same thing with women, you know, put on the persona. It used to be times so bad where I'd be with a woman and in my head, I'm like, I just want to be home. I don't want to be here. I don't want sex. I don't want nothing. But I knew what was expected of me and I know I can articulate that because you know so I'm like so I would even like put the map down and talk and suave like yeah I'm just, come on girl you know <laughs> and saying? you don't even want to do it and in my head I'm like Ooh! <laughs> I don't want to be here I don't want to be here wow. but I want to and so I used to have sex just like on demand and the whole time just like I cannot wait for this is over like I don't want to do this I can go with the girl like please say you don't want to have sex like actually hoping they don't want to do it and then they're like you want to come in I'm like yes fuck oh, wow <laughs> right so but anyway that all stemmed from my childhood yeah. you know yeah mm-hmm. I know it's a lot no that's fine mm-hmm. I, I like it yeah I'm noted yeah the conversation just expressing Sometimes I still kind of worry about you being in your head. Yeah, it's a it's a struggle sometimes. You know, it, I find so much comfort there. You know, it's so much. But is it comfort because you don't trust anyone outside of your mind to understand you? Or like, I think I'm pretty healed from that. I just like it. Like I I, I like just being in my head. Hmm. Like for me, like a good time for me is like sitting in a room with nothing on and just thinking. Like, I can't do that. My most creative things happen in those sessions, and I'm able to do a lot of work. But I'm just used to doing it now. I've been doing it for like 30 years yeah. at this point. So, yeah. I see you. You do. And that's why like, me, me and you, when we get into arguments, um, I hate when you ignore me. And I tell you that because yeah. I feel it reminds me. When I was a kid, yeah. like I rather you just curse at me. You know, we don't curse at each other, yeah. but just you know, curse at me or something. Or what do you mean ignore you? Like when I'm not when we're not speaking? Yeah, like I don't like that. Mm. Even when we joking around, I'm, I'm yeah. being super annoying. Oh my god! And I'm like, bang, bang, and you ignore me. Like it brings me anxiety. I'm like, oh my god, she's not listening to me. Mm. So, damn, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't know where this is gonna go. But yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. glad. How do you feel? I'm gonna take a shower. Oh, you mean about this? Oh. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean it's no thing because you know, um, like I don't mind sharing about nothing in my past. Like it doesn't. I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm not. That's good. No, I don't feel anything. Like I think we overshare sometimes. Between us, yeah. We share a lot. But, like, I don't... I'm not ashamed about anything. Like, I used to be ashamed about, you know, when I was molested and stuff. But now, I'm good with the You know what the sad reality is? Mm. 
most of us has had some kind of sexual abuse. That's Especially true. in the black community. That's true. Mostly every woman I've ever dated, ever dated, had sexual trauma. That's true. It's fucking ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. And guys too. No, she's getting emotional, so let me change the topic. No, it's okay. okay. Um, right. So, um, what is what are some things that I can my siblings can do that I can't? Hmm. I'll start with my little sister. Uh, she has the inact ability to. She's very witty. She can come up like really quick with 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 the comedy and the, and little slight comments. Um, my brother, um, you know what? I have no idea. Like, what what you could do and they can't? No, what he can do that. Oh, can. what they can do. Oh, he draws really well. You see, draw? Yeah, well, oh. I seen on the phone, but never like the folder. You said he had a folder at oh one point. I never gosh, seen man. that like, one. I'm like, bro, you need to do something with it. He's yeah. like, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, well, your sister can sing. I don't want to fucking sing. Right, but that's one thing that you can't do. We're not saying. Oh, so that would want to do. Oh, yeah, I don't want to sing. <laughs> she can dance. I don't know about that. She got she over thirty now. She she the stopped bones. dancing when she was like nineteen. <laughs> Y'all know what time? She was in the singing group with my with my ex mm-hmm. Shaquilla. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't get mad. And the name of the group was Honesty and uh, or Dynasty Honesty whatever. And so they had a producer and everything, and the producer used to like treat her like Beyonce, mm-hmm. and the rest of them like the other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the, the other the other girl used to hate Russell so much for that. So buddy be like, "Hey, uh, so y'all sound good all together, but this song just let Tanya sing it by herself." What? <laughs> Yo, it was dark. Uh, once I went out to see them perform, and I was like, yo. Cringy. It was a little cringy, man. I was like, producer got a point. But still, like, you know, whatever. Don't do that to them kids. Don't do it to the kids. Um, like I said, I don't really have a sibling. And they would just come. Like, they, they were living there at one point. Like my cousins were living there at one point. But then they'll go back to Bahamas. So I don't know. Well, basically, you know, you have a bunch of siblings, but you never met them. Yeah, I never met them. Right, because, you know, her mom, you went... Trash. Yeah, her mom, like, pretty much brought her here from the Bahamas to America. I was like, hey, you want to ask your the kid? It, no, it wasn't that. She found out that she had a sister in Miami. Um, This was, I remember, mom's Christian, so I remember it. We were speaking for a little bit. Then we came. It was New Year's Eve. I remember my aunt had the TV on what is it TBN TBN and they had the 2000 on the stage so came we were talking I didn't speak Creole at the time so it was just like and my my mom doesn't speak Creole but my auntie speaks English so it just like kind of takes it a while to kind of pick it up so find out then like the by the next morning my mom pissy gone with her bags with her clothes just gone so my aunt was like I have kid now. <laughs> you, you want you want breakfast? You want food? I'm like, sure. 
trying to like where my old girl left <laughs> right i'm like so trying to call her and no answer then like i think a day or so or the next day the phone disconnected so like just really no answer um so yeah like she i mean we have you were like have, what nine i was nine two thousand no nine eight. oh that's trash bro trash oh right, whatever um so right so your mom did have a bunch of other kids yeah and but you never had a chance to to meet him. You I, talked to him on the phone. Yeah, I met I met two of my of my little brothers one time. It was like Christmas. Mm-hmm. She came. Uh, I came out the church and they gave me a hug because I would talk to them on the phone. And then she never came back with them. Never came back. Yeah, but I, I, that's hard for me to. It's crazy. That just that mater- I mean I'm not, I'm not a woman, but mm-hmm. like that maternalness. You'd be like, damn, let me get legit, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know if she's a good mother or a, well, my, I know my oldest brother, well, the oldest after mm-hmm. me, the second one, she did him dirty. She did him really wrong, really, really wrong. I don't know about the others. I don't know how that is. I don't know if she has more kids. I don't know. That's crazy that people got kids out here, like amazing kids, like you're amazing. Mm-hmm. And... Your mom just wouldn't even know that. Yeah. But, I mean, I I used to really, really, like, despise, like, hate. And hate for me is a really, really strong word. But I used to hate her. Because I'm like, I'll, I felt like I did something wrong or, like, I was just, like, a mistake or whatever the case. For you to just meet your half-sister, just talk to them on the phone and trust them enough or to just like dispose of your child on them and just have no interaction and when your child would want to reach out it will always be like tooth and nail after the point I'm like thought like i f you like i don't want to continue to like to drag on this relationship i didn't do anything wrong to you so i'm like that's trash whatever but i i hope um after me like her firstborn she kind of did better um, but I really had to understand that maybe she didn't have that mother influence when she was growing up. But I still call bullshit because, like, if you went through that and you know how it is, you would kind of have to like do better when yeah, you were in that situation. And I stand by that. But. I mean, what I'm very open-minded. But when it comes to that, I can't. I can't see it no other way. Like, you've been through something. I will go over and beyond to not do that or to not have somebody go through that whoever it is right that's not i I get it and you know what i had to do for me to free myself a lot of the stuff i had to you know extend grace to the ones that Mm -hmm. that did me wrong like to to, like my dad i had to extend grace like you know what i know his situation like i know how he was raised who he was raised by he, you know, and so he's also in a way a victim, you know what I'm saying, in a way, and he's only responding to what he what he knows, right, wrong, or indifferent. So he's human. So that's why I don't, I'm not angry at my dad or anything. I'm not, you know, like we haven't. I talked to him maybe twice in the last thirty years, and you know, I think it was last year I spoke to him, and or two years ago maybe, two, two years ago, yeah, maybe. you know. Um, I spoke to him and, you know, he was ready for me to like lash out on him. I'm like, dude, I'm, 
you know, I'm 34, I got two kids, like, I don't know you enough to be mad, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know, and, and, I, and I'm not angry, and I, and I said, listen, if you want to, you know, know you, your kid and your grandkid, we, we're here, you don't have to apologize for anything, because it is what it is at this point, and it's, it's all good, you know, you still have, if you're still breathing, you have a chance to at least know your kids and grandkids, so. I think I let the kids speak to him on the phone for a little bit, whatever. I was like, he's grand. They're like, granddad? What are you talking from about? You? From you? From you? Nobody? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm mad at my mom. I just don't want to have a relationship with her. But if, if she needs anything and I can provide it, no problem. Like, I got you. But uh, I don't need it. Yeah, no, I mean... That's the thing, and, and me and my little sister have the same dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Lord, I don't want to tell this story. <laughs> no, what? My mom wouldn't appreciate me telling this story. I'm not going to tell this story. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, uh, me and my little sister have the, me and my little sister have the same dad, and, uh, yeah, you know, he just, uh, whatever. Um, what is one mem- what is your favorite memory you have with your siblings? Favorite memory. Oh, well we uh we used to take these um these summer trips to Alabama to you know, spend a couple of weeks with my stepdad's uh family in in Alabama and just being up there laughing about country life. They were so goddamn country. <laughs> like and us city folk, you know, like we just laugh about every little thing they did that was city, you know. And I remember we all were on the same page. Like one of the rare things we all were on the same page about, because we were the city kids. And uh, we're like, y'all sleep, y'all sleep next to a cow. Like the cow was like right outside the window. <laughs> and we're like, that's weird. They're like, that ain't weird. That ain't weird. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's, it's that. Um, I remember we used to. On their land, they had roosters that didn't play that shit. And we city folk didn't know that. Like, <laughs> the country folk respect roosters. And we even had no respect. We like, ah, stupid chicken. We just called the chicken. And I think we started throwing the stick at something. Oh, Thank God that rooster chased us, bro. Yo, fear of a rooster. <laughs> what rooster? He realized when he angry, hey, he got clawed. Hey. <laughs> He got a beak. <laughs> Do some damage. <laughs> and uh, we had to respect damn roosters, man. Like, when a rooster walk, our, uh, people up there, they would walk around the rooster. Mm, like, they, look, they don't they don't interact with the rooster until it's time to, like, you know, I guess kill it. Do they, do they eat roosters? Is that a, a food? Is that a food? I've never eaten anybody say, like, hey, I got some broccoli with some rooster. I don't know. Why don't they eat rooster? Maybe because they need the egg? I don't know. But rooster is a man. They don't have the egg. The chicken had the oh, egg. Oh, the chicken had Don't they sit? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Podcast world, please let us know. I'm not even going to Google it because I can't right now, <laughs> but I'm too lazy. <laughs> let me know. Do we eat rooster? Because if so, I want some. Why? Because they're disrespectful? Yes, payback. That's disrespectful. I'm going to eat their cousin. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, my favorite memory that I have with my cousins will be um, 
You, you straight? Oh, yeah. That was very distracting. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, of course, now I'm bald. So when I was Ball head hood rat. Your head can't touch your back. Jail the weed up. Your head is fucked up. <laughs> you straight? Yo, get away. You you good? Your veins popping. It was real funny, huh? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. This is disrespect. I need another. I need another co-host. Uh-huh. Always just so yeah. So growing up as a kid, I had a lot of hair. But my, what they, I don't know, like the faux C, the, the BE, the texture, I think. You asking me about yeah, texture names that's for hair. So Come on, son. So it's really coarse. So maybe it's like a 4C, 4D, something like that. Some of bra sizes? I don't know what's happening. You disrespectful. I mean, I don't know. So it was really, really coarse. And my aunt took pride in my hair. So every week she'll do a different style for my hair to go to school. And every two weeks she'll wash it. Crease it with a they have a green I think it's like blue magic or something or it's in the yellow container. It's called I think it's whatever. No, it's not with the S. Do you know what I'm talking about? So for eight? Yes. Oh my god, you're so smart. That's a shampoo, isn't it? No, they have a they have a, a minty grease. It's so good. Yeah, this that's so for eight in your eye. Yeah, don't don't plug that. Just wear a patch, you done. <laughs> so my cousins were there at one time and I had to go take pictures. So my aunt was hot combing the comb with like the little... I know op- you put it on the stove. Yeah. No, she had stove and then she had the little opening, like the little oven thingy mm-hmm. for it. So I love my cousin, but I felt like she hated me because how I came into their life, but whomever. So she was just like behind my aunt. Like on like on her shoulders talking, and then she like move her. And then like I'll get I'm really sensitive, so like I'll I'll feel the heat. I thought I got burnt, but um, then we'll just like kind of just um, make jokes about it. Then when my hair will be all straight, we'll go. Monty had a big mirror when you walk in um, by the dining room table, a huge mirror. So we'll just stand by the mirror and just. Um, just dance and like i'll flip my hair back and forth and my aunt would just laugh because she thought it was just so funny because we'll be in girls that's good that's nice that's a favorite memory you know sometimes i kind of forget about the favorite memories yeah it's trash no i think it's natural because you know the good stuff feel good but bad stuff feels worse and it's more it's more lasting yeah like i tell anybody like don't get me too much sympathy because i'm running with it Oh yeah, my people like that shit. I'm running with Say, you. They did what to you? Come here, it's okay. Oh no. And I'm like, I know. It's everybody's fault but yours. I know, right? I was a decent person. <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite memory. That was really, really nice. I like that memory. I can I can visualize that. Yeah. A bunch of Haitians in the room. Wow, Haitians. Talking Haitian. And... Talking Haitian. Yeah. Why you, why, why you, why you the way that you are, hey? Yeah. Listen, y'all. I'm Haitian. I'm certified Haitian. Hey, what, um, what you what I what I made for you? The, the, you have made some. Uh, uh-huh, go ahead, babe, go ahead. With the shit, uh, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. damn. Oh, uh, <laughs> Momule and Sespoa. Sespoa. That's beans for you Americans. <laughs> it's right. It's, it's sauce. It's stew beans and uh, my moulin, which is like I would say yellow cornmeal. Yeah, Momule and Sespoa. Cespoir. I'm saying it right? No. Sauce Oh, cespoir? Sauce. 
sauce. Pois. Pa. Pois. My mouth don't do that, bro. All right. <laughs> like, you got Haitian mouth. Yo, give my pen, bro. So. That Haitian mouth. Shut up. Um, what's one thing you have in common with your siblings? Common? We all came from the same vagina. Okay. Actually, that's not true. Because I was the only C-section. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, your little sister wasn't? I don't think so. I thought once you do it once, you have to do it. Oh, then maybe then. But I was like, apparently the worst pregnancy and breach. I was trying to something. It was. You know how she named me? I know. I don't want to hear the story. That's how she named me. Oh. Right. So we, you know, so this is funny. This is a running joke in the family with this with the siblings. You know, the first two got these very ethnic names like Sharika. And Quintel. And then with my little sister, we got Larry and Tanya. <laughs> you say it with right. that bass, it just. <laughs> right. And so, anyway, where I was named because um, she just had the baby, you know, just had me. My dad was, he was in the military at the time, so he was just somewhere, I don't know. And he wasn't there. She was trying to wait for him to name the baby. They said, man, we gotta name this baby. Yeah, give us a name. So she got her hand, just did like a little dismissive way. Larry, just, just Larry. That's how I got my name. Larry. Just, uh, 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 Larry, piss off. Get out of here. <laughs> you know? Jeez. No beautiful. Oh, you know, I want to name him after the sun rays that touches my toe in the morning. No. It's just, uh, oh, God. Uh, Larry, piss off. <laughs> Thus, why I do not go by Larry go by Anthony. Yes. Which is my middle name. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Brenda. Hey, don't say my name. Brenda. Don't, oh. don't say my name. We got terrible names, yo. Listen, I need to change my name or add a middle name somewhere. I don't know. Brenda. Um, what? Well, one thing I have in common with my siblings, we have a shitty mom. But um, boom. That's always fun. We need to go to therapy. I, I went to therapy when I was younger and I didn't I didn't appreciate it like I was super defensive so conversations will come questions will come what about you I don't know why you asking me you been through, you and all been through it and she was a super I remember she was just super sweet super super sweet she was a she was a Haitian lady by um Jackson super sweet and I just I was an asshole and then she was pregnant. Then she had to go. I was like, I ain't coming back no more. Whatever. I don't want a new person. What's wrong with you? A new person. <laughs> I mean, I went to, to therapy when I was about 28, 29. It didn't work well for me. Um, I'm not a therapy person. Like, I, I'm sure, that, you know, the profession is vital and it serves a purpose. But just not for me. It's, I, I, I actually tried it twice. It's just not for me. It's for other people, I'm sure. And I encourage anybody who needs therapy yeah, to see a professional. Definitely. It's just not for me, you know. I, I would want like a open-minded, not going by the book type of therapy person. Like I don't want a therapist that go by the book. Mm-hmm. Like this is step one. We go through grief. I don't I don't want to. That's kinda do how that. it was when I went. Yeah, she, because she, that's she was basically like so okay, question A said, "Oh, I mean, okay. Um, how do you feel?" Yeah. Like, and then I feel like you really don't give a damn. Like my mind doesn't work like that. Yeah, I just feel like my mind is, is just too advanced 
for the basic kind of therapy that and you I got stay on. overthinking, so you gotta catch up, mama. Um, yeah, but that was that was mine's. This has nothing to do with nothing, but I just remember just came to my mind just now. Uh, I remember one time I went to see a psychic just for the shits and giggles, uh-huh. and I paid fifty bucks just Look to toy around with this person because I had nothing else to do with my life apparently. And so I went there. I gave her all fake answers. Wherever she asked me, I gave her a total fake answer. And she was like, hmm. Well, I told her I was a military. She's like, oh, I see here. You're going to gain some rank in the next car. I'm like, for real? <laughs> She's like, I see it. She's like, I see more. She's like, oh, I see more. You got to come back to me tomorrow. So I need energy. I'm like, for what? She's like, oh, I said, so do I pay again? Well, yeah, you have to pay again. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know why that came to my mind just now. I wouldn't mind going to it. Like, I don't... Like, if you're... Are you going to tell me what's going to happen in my future? I don't, I don't believe you. But if you can, like, kind of sense, like, the energy and, you know, just what I'm on, then I can kind of rock with it. But I don't believe in that. I, I do believe that some... I do believe some psychics have an ability, but I think most of them just... I told you when I was like 14, this girl I was dating in high school, middle school, middle school, yeah, middle school, middle, no, I probably just got the high school. But I was in middle school, so I probably was younger than that. She got me, her and I start working for this Spanish lady being psychics. So what we would do is we would have a script, and based upon what the person said on the phone, we would just say that thing, uh-huh. and and long keep her on the phone, the longer they got to pay. And we did that for about six months until the lady got arrested for it or whatever. People been on the phone though, like talking to me, like, oh, my husband. That phone for like two hours. She's just milking it. Yeah. That's sad. It is. But we will be going to um, our first recording. Yeah, some uh, friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast. I recently, I met him at an event, but I went to my friend's birthday party and we kind of like just had a conversation it was really really dope didn't i tell you to stop talking to boys when you go out by yourself do i do i have to come yes oh you can't control yourself no i cannot talking to, to these men that's trying to Talk get to your pocketbook i'm just kidding yes. i don't know he sounds, he sounds like a really great guy yeah it's really dope um we're going to be introducing q hey i'm a king and I'm here on behalf of the Northside Podcast to answer a few questions. First question is, describe your siblings with one word. If I could describe my siblings with one word, my sister would be uh, resilient. My brother would be hysterical. Another question I was asked is, what can they do that I cannot do? My brother is exceptional at doing nails. He's a, he's a very creative very dope nail tech. And my sister does a really, really good job that's better than me at being uh, patient. We are kind of alike in some ways. So a lot of things that she does, I also do. But I, I really, I really, really am impressed with her patience and how she takes her time to deal with people and things and obstacles and how she overcomes them. That was cute, everyone. Um, when I get his brother's info, 
the nail tech. I, I just, I've always wanted to go to a African-American to do my nails. Don't say African-American. You sound like you're a white person. Say black. I don't, I don't want it to be like, I don't want it to be like, um, you know, whatever. But that's, I'm always looking, I always told him like, yeah. oh, I want to, you know, find a black owner. Yeah, you be trying, but they never like, they never re- reply to me. They be seeing the message, but they never reply. Yeah, like, my G, like, IG be snitching on you. <laughs> they say you seen it, but you talk about. That's so rude, by the way. But, uh-huh. Yeah, but I really have to get in contact with him and get his brother info. When I do, when this episode drop, I will be tagging his brother. If he has an IG page or a Facebook page, I will be tagging it at the bottom for that um our next recording our for this episode we just have two um we have cassandra and i'm realizing i know cassandra since i was a kid cassandra's my friend i like cassandra cassandra's really nice. yeah. she's she's not one of those like positivity all the time she knows oh, get on my nerves. Yeah, like the she, positive vampire yeah she tells you what her intentions are is like you know to always be in good spirits but she does recognize when it falls short mm. and she's like I-, I need to go do some self-searching like she's gotten off ig for like for a hot minute you know she come back she's like hey i was going through some stuff and i like that you know it's not always just like i'm in i'm in the camera and my life is so great like that way people really do connect to you when you're authentic like in that in that type of way so yes we have cassandra coming up next hi my name is cassandra eugene and i am a middle child if i had to describe my sisters in one word my older sister toshina i would definitely say she is independent and my younger sister, Vladine, I would say she is goofy. <laughs> my favorite memory of my sisters and I, there's honestly so many different memories that we share. And what's crazy is our energy together is just out of this world. Anytime we're together, it's an amazing time. And so it's extremely hard for me to pinpoint one specific moment that I remember. Um, But I would say the most recent one that really sticks out to me is when we went to Atlanta um, back in 2019, 2018 for Curlfest. And that was our first time there together as sisters. And we had an amazing time. Again, it was just the energy. The energy on that trip was amazing. it was a great trip. So I would say that's a, a memory, one of my current favorite memories of my sisters and I. Did I ever feel out of place as a middle child? Actually, no, I didn't. I don't think I ever really felt out of place. More so I felt like I was the glue almost of keeping things together. Not that everything was out of control or everything wasn't together, but I felt like if there were, you know, bickering or arguments between my sister or, you know, anyone in the house for that matter, I would have to, you know, immerse myself in that situation and try to put the pieces back together um, and make sure everyone was happy and make sure everyone, you know, was on the same page and everyone was good. 
so I think as a middle child for me, I felt like my role was to make sure everyone was happy and everyone was was okay. What was the craziest thing I ever did for attention? That is a very hard question. Did I ever do anything crazy for attention? You know, honestly, I think I didn't really want attention on me because I think my parents did a solid job of putting the attention on me because it was always like, you know, why don't you guys read like Cassandra? Why don't you guys, you know, do X, Y, and Z like Cassandra, get, get grades like Cassandra. And so I think as, you know, a Haitian and in the Haitian culture, parents do this subconsciously without knowing, like they try to glorify and put one child on the pedestal thinking it would motivate the other kids, but in actuality, it doesn't. Um, so I don't think I did anything out of the ordinary to seek attention. I think if anything, I tried to blend in and I tried to, you know, keep the attention off of me. Um, so <laughs> that's so strange. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I don't think I did anything crazy to get attention. I think, yeah, I think if anything, I was trying to keep the attention off of me. Yes, sir. So that was our um, episode two about siblings. And um, yeah, I, I think it was really great. Yeah. Especially um, from your end. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it was good. It's good sharing. Um, a lot of people go through this stuff, man. And so, again, that's why I don't mind being extra yeah. vulnerable. It doesn't bother me. Because yeah. uh, fuck them at the end of the day. Right? Whoever got something to say about it, so. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I definitely want to leave with a quote of the day. All right, now. Oh, let me do it. Why are you doing the church clap? It's awkward. Anyway, the quote of the day is um, actually not a quote, it's the advice of the day. Okay. I changed. The advice of the day is. I know we all say you got to get rid of toxic people in your life. Keep one or two. Because if you get rid of all of them, you're going to be bored as hell. Ooh. All right. Toxic people are fun and funny. Okay. Their stories of being toxic <laughs> will bring you a lot of joy and so, humor. So just entertain it yeah, a keep, little bit. Keep, don't get rid of all of them. You're going to be bored. Can't imagine hanging around with only positive people. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> so, you, know, you ever been around somebody who's just positive all day? Uh-uh. My G is exhausting. I haven't actually. Like my G, your fries are cold. Ooh. Chill. Okay. I'm like, no, but it's still gonna nourish my body. <laughs> but toxic people, they go throw the fries at the employee. See, I need that kind of drama in my life. So I can be, hey, no, fed dog, calm down, boy, calm down, bro. I don't do that to him, bro. So I come home and tell you a story. That's true. We met okay. somebody positive, babe. We uh, soul searched today, and uh, yeah. It was great. It, it was great. Talk to people, like, hey, man, this nigga wild. 
I'm making a lot of sound effects tonight. I see. Anyway. Um, so that was the quote of the day by Anthony. In- it wasn't a quote. I'm sorry. That was the okay. advice. Advice. I'm sorry. But keep a couple toxic people you Keep life. the toxic one person. Two. One they toxic. May be, they may be busy. One toxic person. You need to fall back. If your energy is strong enough to not fall into Oh them. my God. Look at you. Your yes. energy. First of all, you, you're in. Is it in? Empath. Yeah. So, right. So you be picking up on stuff. You can't have too much. But I still won't mess a little bit. Like some mess. Listen, I like gossip. Like, if you got tea, (laughs) I'm the guy for you, okay? Roberta was like, oh, I got tea. I'm like, oh, you got tea? Oh, got tea? Yeah, I like tea. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm speechless. Northside, friends and family, don't forget to smile. Be love and loving to others and be peaceful. Also, next week episode is going to be very nasty and R-rated. What nasty R-rated? <laughs> Bye, guys. Nasty r What is you? It's going to be a nasty episode. We'll discuss this off of recording. <laughs> All right. Later, y'all. You impressing me. Oh, no. I ain't ended yet. We'll be ended now. Yes, ended. <laughs> Yo. Oh god, you said that crazy like hey, why your pee-pee so little? I'm I'm so sorry. From the bottom of my heart it's true. No, could you thought the recording started, you could have said something so terrible. Hey babe, so are we gonna feed the people downstairs now? Wow. <laughs> okay. You, you Alright, I'm done. I'm pressing the button now. Yes, please. Okay. Peace y'all.